joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Emke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, today we have on a true Duramax legend, a true sled pull legend, and a hooker starting lover. to be a hooker lover. A, a hooker lover and yep. starting to be a true racing franchise as well. We have on Tony and Tyler Burkhart from Dirty Hooker Diesel. Uh, Burkhart, how the hell are you guys? Awesome. Uh, rough. Very rough. <laughs> Why are you rough, Tyler? Let, let, let's just let everyone know now. What happened last night? A little too many, little too many Jagger bombs last night. So, so you were celebrating an ODSS win and a birthday, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I celebrated the ODS win on, uh, on Saturday, and that was rough, too. Yeah, you know, you just keep it going. It's always a celebration. Um. <laughs> uh, Tony and Tyler, we, we've had you guys on before. We got to talk to you guys last year after UCC, I think, and before UCC as yeah. well. Um, you guys had an amazing uh, show in 2021. You guys came out and set records. You were going fast, like fast as fuck. Um, and then came out for 2022 and starting to push that envelope even further. Uh, can you guys tell us a little bit about your experience with, with UCC this year? Overall, uh, what did you think of the competition? Well, new drag racing is going to be hard to beat Derek. Derek is just, Derek's just, it's nuts. It's stupid. Stupid. But don't you think like, yeah, it's nuts. And, and he's definitely setting a bar, but he has many more years in this than you guys do when it comes to the drag racing, not to mention an engine and a platform that is tried and true. And there's a lot more data And here. You are in his, you know, right in his shadows with a platform that really isn't as tried and true. Like, I think that says a lot about you guys in your camp and what you guys have going on. Like, you guys are doing it. Like, you guys are proving that the Duramax is a force to be reckoned with. Well, this this being our second year, I didn't think we could use the rookie word anymore. But, okay. but yeah, Derek does have a ton more experience in drag racing and, um, we see where what we need and we're making changes and we're on the phone right you know chad's on the phone right now trying to uh round up the the key component that we didn't have that we needed for ucc but hopefully we'll be doing testing on it uh at rocky top we'll be going in that right direction and and uh, uh we had some key players that saw what was going on and, and they think we're going to be two or three tenths right off the top uh, with this upgrade. So, Well, what, what, let's talk about racing. Now, Tyler, you got to pilot the truck, I believe, for the very first time last year. Is that correct? Yep, yep, at Rudy's, Rudy's spring opener. And then what's the fastest time you've run in that Duramax? Uh, well... Fastest time last year was a 5.03. Then this year at UCC, we beat that going uh, 4.96. Is this the fastest Duramax now? Oh, yeah. It's been the fastest. Last year at UCC, we uh, fastest four-wheel uh, drive. Four-wheel drive. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So yeah. there's there's some rails out there. And uh, Brett Deutsch, he's, his uh, pickup, you know, that's sub or you know middle mid fours um but for four-wheel drive yes gotcha okay so fastest four-wheel drive duramax out there uh can you tell us about the setup that you had on the truck when you were drag racing on friday uh the precision charger the 106 precision charger uh 
couple 14 mil extra G pumps and uh, uh, extra G uh, 400 over injectors and then the Bosch uh, ECM system um, through extra G. And then uh, we have the billet aluminum 460 cube uh, Duramax block, uh, Waggler heads intake. Uh, Worley did up us, uh, did us up a intercooler, um, Rosler 400 transmission, uh, and a SCS drop box for a transfer case and a 10 and a half inch rear end, um, housing was built by torque. So sitting on four Hoosiers and, uh, Lots of uh, nitrous supported uh, by Nitrous Express. So, in a stock front desk. In a stock front <laughs> Not totally stock. It does have our billet slider in it, but uh, yeah. Now, what kind of changes and what was the preparation? What did that look like as a change from racing the ODSS stuff to the setup that you guys used for the dyno? So, of course, everything's last minute, right? Of course. So it was the Monday before. So it was like 10 days before UCC. We decided to do a compound setup, triple charger setup. <laughs> Tony, that's not enough time to, to get it dialed in and get it prepared. Um, Proven wrong. Right. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we made up, uh, we spent four days, four nights and, and got the triple set up and it's pretty simple install. It's a matter of, uh, four nuts and, and, uh, two bolts and that triple charger system is sitting right on the, the motor already with, uh, hook up five lines to it and or six lines and we're good to go. So. I kind of assumed that it was a little bit more of a simplistic install because you guys had it on display on Sunday at the booth. <laughs> the two other chargers. Yes. Uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty simple. I mean, we we pull off the 106 and we drop all three chargers right on right on our uh, pedestal. So um, that's oh yeah, we threw uh, 1,500 pounds of weight in the back. So that was. That was the extent of the setup to go to dyno. <laughs> so we did, uh, we had our draw on, on uh, where we were to run on the dyno. And of course, I drew number 15, which would have been the last one, which wouldn't have gave us time for doing the uh, ODSS. But of course, uh, Merchant, you know, those guys had to get their coffee in the morning. So they were late for the, uh, <laughs> number draw and so i drew uh eric's number and his number is number one so i'm like well perfect i call eric up hey you're number <laughs> number 15 and i'm number one <laughs> uh which they were pretty stoked about it because uh saturday morning they were sitting with a broken transmission and i kind of look over and they're all just sitting around and i'm like what the hell's going on well we don't have a torque converter. I'm like, why didn't you fucking ask? 
we had torque converters there and uh really i said you don't own anything that has a torque converter for an allison in i said now we brought allison torque converters don't worry so we had to kick them in the ass and that was a good thing um a good thing that they got the last straw in the dyno so they were able to get the to get the thing uh transmission you know they went through and repaired the training and put a different torque converter in it um unfortunately the shear bolts off the torque converter on the uh on the dyno but uh so we got a first draw on it and then got it back to the tent and uh we had a a little incident with the tube going up to the wastegates off the up pipe and uh tyler noticed on the dyno when he was making the the second run that something wasn't right he could tell that it was something drastically was happening well there's an inch and three quarter inch hole in the the up pipe just blowing off i mean like there was no no wastegate there at all and he still made the rip and that's what was still we have the record breaking horsepower in the dyno with the uh wastegate practically dangling so how did <laughs> did you guys have the truck on the dyno prior with that triple turbo setup did you guys have any idea of what kind of power the setup was potentially going to make nope no <laughs> why do that <laughs> I, I i love it because well it, it's not like you guys are new to to diesel performance by any stretch of the imagination right so you guys have been around the turbos the tuning yep. um the, you know the fuel systems for long enough you had to have some sort of estimate to say hey this is going to be enough to be competitive how much nitrous did you make it did, did you throw at it in that run obviously not enough <laughs> so that's a whole nother thing that we've learned and just comparing to our competition and we know what uh, Ziegler threw at it for nitrous and he used less fuel than we did, but about 10 times more nitrous. So uh, we always keep our ears up. We always watching and listening and so Obviously, we're going to be better next year, right? Okay, I like it. So then, you're you're saying you're competing next year? Uh, I we are competing next year if they come up with a different point system. So, um, everyone complains about the point scaling, but right now I am working on a new point system. Whether or not they want to adopt it, but something has to be done on that point system. Why is that? What's the problem with the point system? Well, originally when the point system was set up, there was a lot less horsepower trucks, right? So then the point system was a little bit more even amongst the three events. Well, each event should have a same number of available points. So easy example is maximum points for drag racing or the leader that's drag racing should get a hundred points or a thousand. Even if we use a thousand points, the leader on the dyno should get a thousand points and the leader of the truck pull should get a thousand points. And then placement, uh, speed wise or time wise for the drag race, all done on a curve. So if you have a half a second gap, you're going to have a 20 point gap, right? Right. 
So there's still going to be built in for the guys that really excel, but your total number of points for each event will, you know, if you took first place in all three, you're going to get 3000 points. That's the maximum points there is. How does it work now? What, 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 what's the, what's the issue that with the current point system? Uh, it is a dyno event and with a little side of, uh, um, broccoli and a little side of coleslaw, you know, I mean, that's, it's, it's all a dyno event based points. So to make up anything on the truck pole, you're talking, you have to do 60, 80 foot spread to, to move any place on a, you know, using a truck pole. So basically you're saying by the time you go to day three and you're at the sled pole, the rankings are done. You know, you, you know where first, second, third essentially is going to be. You're not going to be able to make up that ground. It's pretty close. Uh, there's, um, it's, it's tough. A little positions do change a little bit on the third day, but nothing drastic unless someone had a catastrophic failure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That, that's interesting too, because I, I do think we, we lose focus of what UCC is kind of all about, which, which is, you know, having all three events or all three competitions at one event. I, I mean, that that's essentially what the spectators are going to see is I'm going to get to see drag race and I'm going to get to see dyno and I'm going to get to see the sled pole. I'm there for all three. Well, and it, it's, it, it seems to be some of the, the moving away from it. Now I know you guys uh, had stellar performance with Tyler piloting the truck. Tyler, did you run it on the dyno as well? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what, what did that feel like? Tell us about that experience. Uh, just sketchy <laughs> sketchy um my first attempt it was it was botched actually both attempts were botched attempts okay <laughs> the first okay. one i started like really high and i was supposed to bring it down to about 3000 rpms well the charger started to light at like 3600 and i couldn't bring it down fast enough and it, it, it just took off so as a first time on a dyno with a truck of that caliber, the day before Cody Pullman uh, allowed me to take one of our buddies' trucks on there. Only makes like 500 horse, but you know, kind of got me an idea of what was going to happen. So I thank him a lot for that. He went through with me like everything I needed to do on that. And then the second attempt, <laughs> I was sitting there. And, Give me more throttle. It was just stuck at 2,800 RPMs. It was giving more, giving more throttle, giving more throttle. And then Cody's knows where the scramble button is. And he's reaching his hand over and he, he almost wanted to press it for me. And he's, <laughs> hit that freaking scramble button. So as soon as I hit that, the truck just took off. Wow. Well, I mean, at least you have the experience in the drag racing, right? Everything's a learning curve, right? So there, there is a f art form to driving a truck on the dyno, right? And there's been a lot of discussion about that over the years. Well, well, yeah, and, and, and we talk to competitors about it every year where, you know, from the spectator, it looks like it's the easiest event to pilot because yeah. you're strapped down, you're not worried about lights, it's it's on your call, it's on your time, There's it's just you, right? Like, how hard could it be to put your foot all the way to the floor right. and hit the nitrous button? Like, come on. Um, but th there is a lot of science behind it. What kind of test window were you shooting for with it? Uh, so we, we were hoping, we, I told 1320, it's going to be between 2,500 and 3,000, somewhere in between there. 
So if we didn't have that major exhaust leak, probably maybe like a hundred horse more or something like that, where I could have loaded the motor down a little bit more. Yeah. Held the brakes, but. And a lot more nitrous. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a lot more nitrous. You have a lot of experience with dynos. What was the preferred RPM range that you wanted to see the, the dyno run in? I don't know if I'd say a lot of experience. I've only been on the dyno once with anything over a thousand horsepower. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously the lower you get, the, the more torque you're going to have. Right. And, uh, you know, your, your torque and horsepower cross is supposed to cross around 5,200 RPMs. And, uh, and not many people know that. Right. So, uh, but obviously down the bottom end, you're going to get all the torque and up top, you're going to get all the horsepower. So, um, that's the first, uh, him on the dyno is first time he's been on the, to dyno something like that. And, and to break a record, I, I feel pretty good. You know, that's the first time us testing those chargers and it's the first time him up, up running it. So, uh, he wanted to run it and I said, all right, that's fine. So, <laughs> Now, how do you think with the event, now we'll kind of shift over to day three, and you had mentioned, you know, the, the point system and how things are going on there. What do you guys think about the two-truck rule? You were the only camp, if I'm not mistaken, to bring two trucks of your own to the event and not sub out the, the sled pull truck or, you know, get another competitor from, you know, the sled pull arena in. Do um, you think that was something that you guys, you know, liked, disliked? What, what's your take on the two-truck side of things? I kind of don't know if I really like it, but I really don't want to go truck pulling with our drag truck because that pretty well fucks it up for the next two events to uh, making, getting all the dirt out of it and the setup back to where it should be. Right. So all in all, I feel UCC isn't really shouldn't be for, uh, the top three guys or top five guys, because I kind of, in my heart, I'm like, man, it almost needs to be, um, you have to drive it in. Right. And let these guys that work out of their garages do it. And if you want to have a pro class of something, you can have a pro class. Uh, it really, there's a few guys uh, now like Derek, uh, he had his hands on most of the truck that, that, uh, pulled for him. Um, Eric Merchant, I mean, it's the same truck, right? Um, Turbo Tom, Chris Patterson. Yeah. There's a few guys that had the same truck and, and, uh, and I know it's a lot more work and that's, you know, it's almost like that, that competition is almost more for them now. Right. Uh, um, did Levon ruin this event by by setting the bar early on about tearing a truck down completely to its frame and rebuilding it each night? Is that is that kind of pushed out what the possibility is for somebody who does have a dedicated drag truck? Like you said, no, no, nobody's ever wanted to sled pull their drag truck. Guys like Wade Minter have been doing this every year. We've had the event. Um, you know, he's gotten up into like maybe fifth place and things yeah. like that. I think Buhider as well is kind of always right in that right in that range where these guys have. Yes, it is a dedicated drag truck, and they're kind of forced to go sled pull it. You, you know what I mean? But they don't want to. That's for sure. You could, you know, I wouldn't be offended if it was 
there, uh, there's a lot of chatter on, uh, um, and messenger with the group, right. The uh, UCC group guys on what the third competition could be, you know, they could call in PPL and have PPL do a professional poll, uh, for spectators to watch and not have to deal with UCC trucks, which the, I don't know. There's just so many ideas floating around out there. Right. And I, I told my, all right, well, for a third event, then let's make it a wet t-shirt contest, whatever, you know, total DHD response. What's what though? if you're just going to go hire guns and to do the truck pull to compete, that's not really that team. Right. Why, why not let tilt bodies in that? That was, that was my, but then what's I the feel- difference? I feel like at that point, then you have you have ODSS. We talked about this yeah. the other day. You have ODSS for the drag racing. You have PPL. You have something come in for the for the sled pulling. You have the best of both worlds there. The big names like the Dirty Hookers, the Firepunks. They're they're there to compete. Maybe just not on the UCC stage. And then you lo- you leave UCC for a truck where. I wouldn't consider Chris Patterson's truck a drag truck, and I wouldn't consider Chris Patterson's truck a sled pull truck. Chris Patterson's truck, in my opinion, is a dyno truck, and he can easily switch it up to do certain things where, like you guys, you have a dedicated drag truck. Uh, Derek Rose, a dedicated drag truck. So to convert that over, to me, just seems, I don't want to say impractical, but it's a lot more work than needed and a lot more stress. Let me ask this. How many ODSS events are there in in a season? Six. If there were six UCC events instead of just one, would you build your truck differently to compete at UCC if you had to use one truck in all three events at all six? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have it set up for UCC, but drag racing is a lot more, you know, it's a lot nicer. I'm going to say that. <laughs> but, but, but that's the point. I've we've, had this. Uh, yeah, go ahead, We've Chris. seen a lot of this where, you know, we had LeVon on the other day, right? And LeVon built the regular cab initially for UCC. You know, it was a UCC truck. That's what it was deemed as, right? And then as it progressed, it became, you know, a pro street truck. He was using it for that. So there's this, uh, this evolving door of, okay, what's the next window? What's the next window? You're not getting a lot of guys that are wanting to build a truck specifically for one event one time a year. You know, those trucks are going to evolve into more. So, you know, as the UCC promoters are looking at what's that next step, they don't want to lose on the big shops. They don't want to lose on the big names. They want to see this, this you know, uh, event grow, and they want to be able to promote it bigger and better than the year before. You know, I think that's myself. I mean, speak on this behalf, but what happens with the guys that were doing this years ago, like the industrials and stuff like that, where you don't see them at these events anymore? No. It, it, it's tough, and I think you guys are running into that as well. Now, now, like Chris had mentioned, though, is you guys were able to bring two of your own trucks, two trucks that are very well-known. Is it is it last-minute hooker and cheap hooker? Yes. Yeah. Um, two, of my, two of my favorite trucks out, at, out in the field yeah. every time. Um, now, Tony, you did the sled pull, if I remember correctly. Yes. So you're not ready to turn the reins over that yet to Tyler? You're like, listen, listen, little kid. Yeah. I, I still play in the dirt. He doesn't give a shit about truck pulling. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that break your heart? Is that like the biggest father disappointment where you're like this? The, everything is was built around this. No, that uh, that doesn't bother me at all. That's at least I at least I can do something yet, right? They didn't. <laughs> if if I turned over the truck pulling to Tyler, well then they just throw the dirt on top of me, right? I mean, <laughs> um. The, our 
our uh, last minute hooker is still all set up and it was built just for UCC. Right. And it still is. I still have everything, but I'm right on the edge of throwing some stuff up for sale. Right. Um, if there was six UCC events, boy, there's going to have to be a lot more money in the game and there would have to be some changes on the truck pulling. Um, would we give up the ODSS? I don't, the UCC is so much stress and strain. If you were to do that six times a year, I, uh, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> but you probably wouldn't get any participants if you did it six times a year. Yeah. Uh, but it's a decision we got to make. We love doing the ODSS um, or the drag race and, and, you know, the dyno well, UCC is fine. We know that it's going to be tough to beat uh, Ziegler's number, right? Um well, let's talk a little bit about that. Patterson came in on uh, a dyno that probably, we'll just say very politely, has been questionable on its results. Uh, hit 3,000 early or late last year. Uh, there was a lot of chatter for the entire uh, winter, the entire spring coming up about who believes and who buys into that 3,000 horsepower number. Regardless, it was a phenomenal number back then at All Truck Challenge. No question. Uh, it was a lot of... The exact number from dyno to dyno is always variable. Hey, we'll let it go. We'll let it see what happens. Then we come in. Everybody's kind of watching for Patterson. Everybody knows that D Rose has been, we'll say vocal. We'll say politely yeah. vocal um, uh, about that number and about what that means and, and about what that's going to mean at UCC. Uh, I know other people like Milliken and, and some of the other staples in the industry who are really um, they were a little professionals at, at riling people up. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they had a lot of opinions on it too. Well, then we came in and all of a sudden, like, I don't want to say we ever forgot about Ziegler because we all know that he's like kind of a part of that firepunk camp and he, he was the reigning champion. I mean, you, you, there's nothing you can take away from that. Um, right. I did not expect to see 3,300 horsepower. Is that something that surprised you guys? Cause I know he was last, right. He was the last one on the dyno. Yes. Um, firepunk. They had, I talked to Lynn and LeVon all the time, right? Sure. And that, that's why we were late. I was late getting a hold of you because I was on the phone with Lynn. Um, those guys are so helpful. They're always, man, I was disappointed to hear that they're not going to be racing the S10, but they're still going to be at all the ODSS events, right? So uh, we always uh, have our ears open to their input and, uh, cherish their input and it, it it's a awesome those guys are awesome um so knowing that levon didn't let out all the secrets of what they found on the dyno till after the dyno event happened right uh but when he ran that thing on the dyno at his shop um we knew they figured out something and it was a little a little scary Seeing that's seeing that and seeing Derek on the dyno is what made me finally put the triples on, right? <laughs> oh, so, uh, because they'd been taking a spoon to a gunfight, and so I mean, we we upped it to a knife now, anyways. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I 
we're learning. We're still back. We're still rookies. Second year rookies, but you know, we'll get, we'll get things. We'll, we'll learn from our mistakes and learn from other people. Sure. Second year rookies with the fastest four wheel drive Duramax and the, the highest horsepower at Duramax is seen on a, a chassis dyno. Yeah. That, that type of rookie. Yeah. Season dyno guys <laughs> on this list. You know, Duramax is to say the least. There's, there's someone else that talks about making and breaking records and, and, uh, seems the only thing that runs is his mouth, but, uh, um, we, we put some numbers up, right? So, <laughs> well, what, what does the rest of the year look like? You guys got, uh, four more, five more ODSS events. Was this, this was the second one of the year, right? Yeah. I think there's four more, uh, Rocky tops. The next one, July 30th. I think they had, I think there's only five. I think they dropped it down to five. They had seven last year. Okay. And I think it's, we go to Rocky top then to Wagglers for Shides and then Rudy's to end it. Oh, okay. Copy. All right. What's the plan? What, what are you going to do different at Rocky top than what you did at uh, UCC? Um, we have this thing that connects the motor to the transmission that we're going to change. So, <laughs> nice. this is the, the most vague description you could possibly give there. I like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to swap out the converter because we're, we're, we've been struggling with that. We, we struggled with uh, hooking up last year, and that was a stupid rookie overlooked mistake. And I don't know if you've paid attention or seen any of the videos. I mean, the thing's been shooting down the track perfectly straight this year right so we were fighting multiple things not that bad though but we were still fighting some things last year uh and we have it going straight now um but we got to get that converter to a couple better so we actually had to switch manufacturers on the converter because uh, this other converter neil chance is you know we're working with them currently here the past two days and um we're going to get going in the right direction and and uh some big heads out there think that we're going to get two three tenths right off right away so i mean two three tenths right away is is getting you right in the right in the wheelhouse of where d rose is yeah you know yeah that, that's some serious we if that, before a second pass if that if that if it works out yes but i you know until it happens, I right. it's all hearsay, right? <laughs> two two three tenths at, at that time is pretty quite a big jump. So it is. Tyler, what's your goal for the year? What would you like to see to say I've accomplished this by the end of the season? Uh just beat Derek, honestly. Just <laughs> whoop Derek's ass. That, that's my goal. Man, I like that you're talking a little bit of shit. Finally, we get someone. <laughs> well, what's funny is if you sat Tyler and Derek next to each other, they would look to be the same age. So, <laughs> um... <laughs> well, Derek would be a little shorter, though. <laughs> I, I love the camaraderie. I, I love that, that this is one of those industries where, like, you know, hey, you're going to poke at the guy next to you, and you definitely got, got a hair up your ass to get after him, but... But, you know, at the end of the day, hey, we're, we're all diesel guys. We're all going to the same events. You know, it's it's, it's all in fun. Um, we, Derek Derek and his family, they'll camp at uh, – camp out of my house, you know. Um, we have fun with them. You know, 
we we get along great, but um, but he's got a big target on his back. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that, uh, guys. This is this has been one of the the I think really exciting years where a lot of things happened that, that we did not expect. Right? We we did not. We've been talking about it, hoping for yeah, it. Right? Right? Is is we. we we, we didn't expect it all to shake out this way. Now, where did you, you landed third overall at UCC? Yep. Where does the trophy go? Does, does it go in, in dad's office or does Tyler get it? Uh, it goes in the front room. Showroom. Yeah. Showroom. There you go. I get it. This is the team effort. Team effort. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I just hold the steering wheel. Everyone else does all the work, so. <laughs> Well, you you got to hit the gas. The guys in your shop, they told me the same thing. They said literally all this kid does is hold the steering wheel. We're the ones who do all the work. Um, no, I, I think it, it's been a lot of fun. I know we we were lucky enough, uh, Chris and I, that we were next to your guys' booth all weekend, so we got to see you guys throughout the weekend and kind of touch base with you here and there. Uh, this is – UCC is, is the biggest event of the year, but I, I love that your guys' focus is – is mostly on what the future looks like. You know, it's about, hey, can we make these converter adjustments and get a few more tents? It's, it's you know, what does the next few events look like? What are we going to do with the next Rocky Top? Um, and not take what, the easy way out by putting the Cummins in it, keeping it a Duramax. So it's all these little things. Such right. a Cummins guy. That's, ahead of that is, uh, what's the next best sticker that we can get ordered up for the... There you go. <laughs> we tagged a few trucks this weekend, so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, no comments. No comments. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. I love that. Thank <laughs> God. Not, they're, they're machines, right? It's obvious. I mean, they're, they're uh, top of the food chain, but no one else is really pushing the Duramax, I would say, like we are, right? I mean, Agreed. we're putting it to work and we're learning and, um, it may never ever beat the Cummins, but we're going to have fun trying. So that's good stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, if you had advice for somebody who is brand new to UCC, somebody who's just two years behind you in experience, uh, it's their first time showing up. What advice would you lend to that competitor? Come over to our tent. And so we can talk about things and, and help them with whatever we're, we're capable of helping with setup and, and, uh, um, I'm more than happy to go, and, but that doesn't mean that's that's going to be the best. My setup is going to be the best setup. Right. If some guys have some new ideas, right, new people in, but I can share with the experience that I've had, so people don't make the same mistake that I've made in the past. It's respectable. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your very busy schedule to talk with us and our listeners about UCC and ODSS and all things diesel. Uh, is there anybody you guys want to give a shout out to? Uh, Nathan, uh, what, about dad? what about dad? Yeah, no. <laughs> if it wasn't for dad, he wouldn't be here. So, uh, Shout out to Nathan Wheeler because uh, I'm going to kick his ass at Rocky Top. Uh, in a grudge race we do have all our our great sponsors oh, one thing one i totally forgot about is uh our additive guys right uh the hot shot secret guys they have been so awesome helping us when we need help and and uh 
being there for all the racers, right? Um, I, I can't. Them guys have been awesome. Uh, Precision Turbos has been there for us. Um, you know, they're really not known for the diesel industry, but they're we're sharing a lot of data and they're excited. Um, Exergy has been, uh, you know, their support and, and their products and their heart to have good quality stuff, not just knocking out numbers. Uh, Yukon Gear has been stoked with, uh, with what's happening. Uh, Chad's been on the phone with them and they just, been totally stoked uh, so much to talk about uh, axles won't handle that kind of horsepower well we just showed you what the axles will do on the dyno right <laughs> uh, if you got more horse than that well then maybe you might you might need something else right um so uh some of our kryptonite and i know uh what's the billet on the front end parts oh ims ims uh you know we have some prototype parts on our truck from them and they've been awesome and and uh getting us those parts and um we hope to move some more parts for them um you know waggler whenever we're down and and needs rush job on some parts or whatever you know those guys have been busting ass to get whatever done um nitrous express nitrous express was yeah, those guys were handing us stuff like it was candy right i mean it is they've always been phenomenal uh these companies that we work with have just been unreal right so um and the help from uh derek having a target out there and to levon's you know them guys are true <laughs> they're cooking party meals and everyone's invited every night at, at any of the events. Right. Uh, we always try to park right next to them. I mean, <laughs> it's, they're just a good group to be around. Um, you know, and we love, I mean, there's so many guys there at the races and, and, uh, Greg Jolly and, and all the tech guys and everything are been awesome. Uh, the track prep guy, uh, I want to say it's Fred, right? Not Frank. I think I call him Frank, but I think it's Fred. <laughs> or maybe it's vice versa. I don't. Uh, that guy is awesome. I, you see him there. He's watching his track. And I went up there and shook his hand and told him thanks for track prep. And he's like, well, when are you running down? I says, two more trucks. He's like, All right, hold on. I'm going to go clean the track for you. You know, <laughs> you know I, I'm excited about the ODSS having consistent track prep uh you know one guy and he's the best guy out there because every time we go to an event and you have different track prep it always made it like three times the amount of work to get the truck set up to work on that track right so uh i you never question uh how the track's been prepped when he's there so uh that's been awesome um these facilities really bump it up waggler's uh track is enjoyable to go race at and we always love indy and all of them are awesome places 
I don't know. The guys do great. So, all right. And then you guys, <laughs> the fuck news and uh, the heckling and uh, and the, yeah, you guys are awesome too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that, Tony Tyler. We, again, we really do appreciate you guys uh, coming on the show and talking with us. It's always a blast when we get to hear from the Burkharts. Uh, listeners, viewers, stick around. We'll have a little bit more Diesel Performance Podcast coming at you in just a moment. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Did you guys have any idea of what kind of power the setup was potentially going to make? Nope. No. <laughs> Why do that?